Hello and welcome to this edition of The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. As Labor Day approaches here in the US, Labor is on the table, with the writers and actors strikes disrupting Hollywood. Recent negotiations have failed to deliver an agreement, and there seems to be little progress, at least publicly, as the Screen Actors Guild hasn't returned to the bargaining table in over six weeks. The strike poses a problem for studios, especially with movies and shows about to be released. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul made news by recently joining the picket lines, but can't be on the red carpet promoting their work. What's a movie marketer to do in this current environment? Well, to help answer that question, I'm joined now by our reporter, Travis Clark, who wrote the story for The Current. Hi, Travis. Hey, Damien. Thanks again for having me. So typically, when a new movie or show is released, the studios roll out their big stars on talk shows and at junkets. But now, of course, that's not possible. So how are studios thinking about marketing without the talent? Yeah, some studios have actually moved back some of their big movies. Uh, Sony moved uh, Craven the Hunter. Warner Brothers moved Dune 2. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't foresee a complete exodus from movie theaters for the remainder of the year. And studios are still going to have to convince people to come out and see the movies that they do release. You know, um, a couple of tactics are, you know, they could um, partner with advocacy groups. We saw uh, Latino organizations uh, come out in support of Blue Beetle recently. Um, and social media influencers can play a big role. They already do in promoting movies, and they can, can they could continue to do so. You, you mentioned social media, of course, and that obviously plays a huge role in getting the word out. And I would imagine with the strike, that's more important than ever. Yeah, we've we've seen a couple of organic trends just kind of blow up. Uh, you know, most recently there was Barbenheimer. Uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer were released on the same weekend. And, you know, that turned into a, a big meme on social media. People were buying double feature tickets to see both movies on the same day. Um, last year, um, this gentle minions trend really blew up where teens were going to see the new minions movie, uh, dressed in suits. So yeah, I think, uh, movie studios are just going to have to do a better job of taking advantage of, trends like that and even starting some of their own. And if this strike keeps going even into next year, let's hope that is not the case. But if it does, could these strikes have a lasting impact on movie promotion? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, if there are limited movies coming to theaters for the remainder of the year or even into next year, I don't foresee movie theaters, you know, closing um, across the country or across the world like we saw in the pandemic, um, you know, I think theater chains themselves are even going to have to do more promotion to convince people to come out and see, you know, older movies they might be playing, special event screenings, uh, smaller, newer movies that might be coming out that people may not have been interested in before. Um, and we've seen theaters kind of up their own promotion recently. AMC did a partnership with Walmart for an AMC branded popcorn. Um, and the last two years, there's been National Cinema Day, where you know theaters across the U.S. offer discounted tickets, and uh, that seemed to drive a lot of people out that may not have gone to the theaters, um, you know, if without that promotion. That's interesting. So getting strategic. And thanks so much for your reporting on this, Travis. And let's hope that next year we'll see the stars back on the red carpet. For sure. Thanks, Damien. Next, brand love was the hot topic at last week's Engineering Brand Love Summit in Columbus, Ohio. Many companies, such as Apple, Disney, Nike, seem to inspire something akin to brand love in their followers. 
But how can marketers build this kind of unwavering consumer admiration? Well, the answer may just lie in consumer behavioral data, which allows brands to develop brand affinity in new, personalized ways. That means developing campaigns that resonate with consumers on an individual level. For example, an automaker like Ford may tap into the life stage of a customer, whether they're a new homeowner or recently retired, before sending out a tailored marketing message for, say, its Ford F-150 truck. In short, whatever makes most sense for the customer. For more on this story, go to thecurrent.com. Next, our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. Warner Brothers Discovery has named Mark Thompson as its next CEO and chairman of CNN. Thompson previously served as the CEO and president of the New York Times, as well as the director general of the BBC. It's a pivotal time for CNN. Its parent company just announced it would add the news network to its Mac streaming service at the end of September to serve as the platform's live news streaming hub. And Elon Musk's ex-social media network, you know it as Twitter, has announced it will once again accept political advertising after a nearly four-year ban, but with some caveats. The company says the move is supportive of its commitment to free expression. However, it will still prohibit the inclusion of false or misleading information. With next year's presidential election in view, the company wants to tap political campaign dollars, but says it will implement a robust screening process to make sure only eligible groups and campaigns are able to advertise. And that's it for this edition of The Current Report. For a deeper dive on all of these stories and more, check out thecurrent.com. We'll see you next week.